0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love dating, romance, relationships. Speaking of romance, hello French man. Across (laughs) the microphone from me, Simon Marcel. Bonjour.
1: Bonsoir, la belle Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. Comment ça va?
0: I am very well. How are you this evening?
1: Je vais bien. Je vais bien, Angie. You know, I'm working on on my wrist as I hurt my wrist.
0: Yeah, and your your, your and tragic ping-pong accident, I see.
1: I did, but what you didn't know is I'm now mm-hmm. playing ping-pong with my left hand.
0: You're ambidextrous.
1: I, I was not, but as of like a couple of days ago, I started. So that's, Suddenly that's for you this can. Day, day Well, well there's no other cool. choices. If you can't play with the right hand, play with the left hand.
0: I had my arm broken in sixth grade, and I couldn't write or scribble or anything with my left hand. And so the fact that you see? can play ping-pong is pretty amazing.
1: Well, I don't know if it was. I just I had no other choice. I said either I'm going to be you know very frustrated for the next six weeks or. Are we still talking about ping
0: pong? Oh yes, ping pong.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Angie Taylor.
0: Hey, we talk about love here. Self love is important. It's important. this afternoon,
1: I was I was thinking, (laughs) you're too much for me, Angie. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, so
0: Simon, you sent us this email. You said Jill and I, our producer, this email that I want to talk about because. I think this is a really interesting topic. Uh, They had this study, uh, is comes from CNN, about why Americans are having less sex than we did 20 years ago. Less ooh-la-la in the bedroom. And I want to talk about it. What is the reason? Why is this happening? This is disastrous news. (laughs)
1: Disastrous. (laughs)
0: Disastrous. I found it on CNN. Yeah, I'll discuss it with you, Simon, and our listeners when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Call us right now, 855-905-8255, if you want to talk about this article that you found, Simon, about why Americans are having less ooh-la-la than 20 years ago, which... Is yes. alarming. So,
1: way less ooh-la-la. According way to that less, research yeah. Research from CNN, yeah.
0: So let's talk about this uh, study. It said Americans are having less sex than they did 20 years ago. Um, according to this study, Americans had about nine times fewer uh, than in the early 2010s than they did in the 90s. And this decline keeps going and going and going. So... We have to find out why this is happening, and we must fix this as a country. Let's and, let's and make as this a show. our mission. Yes, and as, as a, a show. show,
1: the rendezvous. <laughs> That's our mission.
0: Well, it's not inc- entirely clear uh, what's behind the dip. Theories about the potential causes are all over the place. Uh, people are having children later in life, which yep. may make them too tired. So they're talking about the parenting effect. A mm-hmm. lot of parents feel like they've already done about 50 things they didn't want to do that day, like getting up at the crack of dawn and dealing with your kids' tantrums and adding the ooh to the menu kind of seems like too much by the end of the day. So we turn to things like Netflix to unwind, which leads to immediate gratification, and you don't have to expend any energy sitting there on the couch.
1: Yep, that's I, a good point. There's Netflix without chill, just Netflix.
0: Netflix, right? no chill. I well, don't like that. I know. Um, parents also seem to be much more involved with their children's lives. In the past, we're always taking them to school. We're driving them here and there for all their eighty-seven thousand activities. We're so helicopter with these kids, um, and it's zapping all our energy that could go toward the ulala. I get that. <laughs>
1: You get that, Angie? Or do you I think, do. honestly, your parents, your mom had to do the, whole, the same thing for you and your sister, like the, moving you from classes or, let's say, to go to activities? I don't know if that point, the fact that what we call helicopter parenting, which is taking your kids everywhere and this and that, do you think it's changed
0: in 10 years? Yes, I do. A thousand percent. Okay. Because right, my mom then. would never cart me around for this, that, and the other thing. The way that I do for my daughter. Also, there's a lot of obligation on parents as far as school is concerned these days. Like, uh, would they want us so much more involved in these meetings and assemblies and, you know, all the things that have to do with the school that do zap our energy? There's a lot more participation on that level. And our kids are a lot busier than we were back in the day with extracurricular things so our parents are doing so much more we're preparing things for parties that are so extravagant and packing snacks for the soccer game not just taking them to the soccer game there's a lot of like little things that add up from day to day
1: there's also a point i want to pass by you angie about why i've been wondering about this since we read the article is that i feel like when we were younger we would discuss sexuality and lovemaking slowly but surely, step by step. There was no mm-hmm. porn accessible. There was no, you know, we had you know maybe Playboy magazine at the time. Now everything it comes immediately for the young for the young generation, and I don't think it be, they lose interest. They've done it, seen it, watched it, talked about it, and from the age of 18 to to 30, everything has been done, experience and all that, and then it's a big slowdown because of that. Do you agree you think- with that?
0: Uh, you think that because we're so overexposed when we're younger, that by the time we're adults, we're not over, as into it?
1: Yes, overdoing it from the age of 18 to 30. Yeah. That after that, it's about family, it's about kids, it's about work, it's about saving money. But the sexuality, the lovemaking, the passion, it's not the priority anymore. Yeah. Because I really feel things have changed these days about that.
0: We're overstimulated, maybe too young and burnt out. Too young? Way
1: too young. Access to things that we should never watch. Way too young and even do way too young.
0: Well, another one of these things is they're saying that uh, technology is a big deal. Uh, The Tinder effect. Like for committed couples, technology can be a distraction that takes away from their partner. Um, You know, sometimes you lay in bed with your partner and instead of getting romantic, you're either Watching TV on your computer, checking your emails before bed, checking your social media before bed, doing about five hundred other things that you didn't used to do before Plus, you went to sleep.
1: So true. Plus the workout. Some people spend all the energy working out and have less energy, you know, for We're, the ooh-la-la. workouts
0: are supposed to be good for that though because your endorphins are going. And I don't know. I've I've, I always, challenge... I've heard the opposite about that. I don't work out at night though, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe if you do. Okay, in the morning, but otherwise, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So I want to know uh, for our listeners, 855-905-8255, do you feel like this is true? Are you having less ooh than you used to? What's the distraction? What is the holdup? What is keeping you from that romance and that intimacy mm-hmm. and the physical in your life? Mm-hmm. Tell us. Uh, we want to talk to you about it. Uh, we're waiting to hear your call next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're taking your calls at 855-905-8255. Simon found this study Mm -hmm. uh, from CNN talking about the fact that Americans, according to the study, are having less and less ooh-la-la. Oh, yes. And it's... Really sad. I mean, things like, uh, you know, our busy lives and our children and our busy children's lives and all this technology that distracts us from the mm-hmm. things that are maybe really important. So let's take calls. On the phone right now, listening in Naperville, Illinois, on 93.9 MyFM. Here's Terry. Hi, Terry.
2: Hi. I I was going to wonder where the, the study came from because I really don't agree with it. And then it was said, you know, that it was CNN. So. Uh-huh. I don't you know it, it depends on who you're asking but I don't I don't think that people are having less sex I, I mean some maybe but overall so, I don't think that's
0: true Terry you're um, saying I really think, that you're not having less sex <laughs> yeah so are well, you are you it's, married it's with children yes okay
2: yes. and there's been um, no
0: decline in your guys's bedroom activities since you've been married with children
2: no, in fact, since the children have left the house, there's been quite a bit more. Oh, I see. They've um, left. Do you feel like that makes a difference, it's, though? It's something that, that we make a priority. It's a matter of priorities. Right. And I think to say that across the board, it's because people are too busy. Look at the couples in the Depression area, era. They were some of the hardest, I think, hardest-working couples. You know, they were the farmers, and, and they had all kinds of things going on. And they had lots of children, and even today, you look at the lower economic, you know, the the poor people.
0: Okay, hold they on one have second. Lots
2: of kids. All right,
0: Terry, <laughs> I I, I want to Terry, I want to talk about what you just said um, about you know looking back and and the fact that you're yeah. fine with it now. Simon, I know you have questions too. Can you hang on with us for the next segment? Absolutely. Awesome, Terry. Thank we're gonna you. we're gonna get to that when we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We're having a little debate here about this CNN study saying Americans are having less ooh-la-la. They don't have time. And there's kids and there's technology and there's so many things taking us away. From what's really important on the line with us right now, 855-905-8255. This is Terry in Naperville, Illinois, on uh, listening on 93.9 My FM. You completely disagree with this, saying, hey, I had a bunch of kids. Look at the people in the Depression era. They had a bunch of kids, and they were working all the time. Simon, what did you want to say to Terry? Because I know you had a comment.
1: Yeah. Uh, Terry, first of all, thanks for joining us and, and calling us. Uh, the thing is, when you remember way back when, there was less contraception for women, you know, in the Great Depression. There was less. The pills was not there. There's many things that was not there. Uh, women were mostly housewife at the time. And uh, the man used to go to work. It was the old school. Things have changed. Women work as hard or more busy than men now.
2: And and again, I mean, I'm sure that it's true with many people, but you have to make it a priority. There is so much opportunity for outside stimulation sexually anymore. Yes, there is I with mean, all the technology. Yeah. And they have marital aid parties. Who needs a man when you can get the Quadro Love 5000? Listen listen to me, Terry. Terry, I don't know if you have the Quadro Love
0: 5000, but I do. (laughs) And it's not the same as as your man being with you, I have to say. Terry, can you hang on? Because I want to come back. We have more time in the next segment uh, to talk. And I know Simon is busting at the seams. Can you hang on again? I am. Okay, great. (laughs) More with amazing Terry. Simon, we'll get to you as well, what you have to say about this. And you can call to 855 905 8255 next on The Rendezvous. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Woo, the debate is getting heavy about why Americans are having less ooh-la-la. We have Terry on the line in Illinois and Simon, and I'm just going to let you two go because Terry completely disagrees with this whole study. Simon, Go.
1: So, (laughs) thanks, Angie. Terry, uh, you said earlier, you know, women at the time, uh, because they were housewives, had a lot of work. I agree with that. Thing is, not everybody's a farmer. So, there's many women who then, in the years after that, also didn't grow any plants to just went to work uh, in any form of jobs and now you are making money and, and What does that and... have to do
0: with the love making?
1: So here's why cuz women and men now you know have all the the work stress not only of the raising the kids cuz also more fathers are involved in, in raising kids but I think what happens is that both are working out of yes, the house yes both are working making money you got to save for the the colleges but, that's but Terry all here's the an thing Ter- what? That's what
2: I'm saying it's Once all an excuse you have to no. make no matter what no. the what the the reasons are, you have to make your, your partner a priority. You have no, to say, yeah, I it, want to keep this bond between us. But, and but, women, I don't care what they're doing outside of the house, inside the house, they're the same. They want to be told they're beautiful. They want to feel appreciated. They true. want to feel like the so, sexiest woman bridge, in your life. Page, page. <laughs> Terry, what's
1: missing? What's missing is the word romance, right? What is missing? There is no time oh, for romance, right? So we agree. What that my takes point both. was? It takes both yes, people. It takes to takes
2: the bedroom and the takes the computer and the television out of the bedroom. But, That's but a, but a great not point. But it's not enough. to have more
1: sex. It's not enough, Terry. It's the romance that keeps people making love, not just automatically make a priority. Either you have a romantic impulse, Terry, towards your partner and this good feeling, it's bringing the flowers, it's many, many things. And the romance is the ignition of love and ooh with that, the romance I think we're theory.
2: We're arguing the same point. Yeah, you, you guys kind of both are. Romance is part of that.
0: You both are okay. saying the same thing at the bottom of it all. You're both saying, hey, listen, we're all busy. We all have things going on. Even stay at home moms. I was a stay at home mom. I know how much work that is. It doesn't matter if you're a farmer, stay at home mom. If you're both working outside the house, you both have to make the effort. You have to make the time. What Absolutely. we're saying, I think we're all in agreement. So we're, yes, we've got to make the same. time. Yes, Yes. you got
1: to make the time and you got to have the feelings. We're not machines. We're not
0: machines, but the Quadro Love 5000 is definitely machine, and I'm going to look into that, Terry.
1: (laughs) What can I say to that? (laughs) Hey, I do not know about the Quadro
0: Love 5000.
1: Jill, Google that for me. I've never heard of that.
0: Terry, thank you for the tip, and also thank you for listening to The Rendezvous and reminding us all that we need to spend more time on each other.
1: Yeah, that we agree. You're
2: welcome. I love you guys. Thanks so much.
1: Thank you, we, Terry. Have a good night. Yes,
0: we love you, you too. too. Have a great night. When we come back, Simon, we need to get to another email for Bonjour Simon Marcel. Yes. Somebody somebody needs your advice.
1: Okay. About romance. Bonjour, bonjour.
0: Bonjour. When we come back on the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We talk about love and dating and all the problems that go along with it and all the good things, Mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, Simon, a lot of people need advice. A lot of people like advice from you because you are from France.
1: I uh, (laughs) I have a little uh, romance in my blood. You are the
0: romance man. And we get specific emails just for you, Simon. So let's go to an email right now. If you ever want to send an email to the show, SimonandAngie.com, that's where you go. This one is a Bonjour Simon Marcel email from Evelyn listening in Covington, Louisiana on Voodoo 104.1.
1: Love the station.
0: Yes, I do too. Uh, She says, Bonjour Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour Evelyn.
0: I'm dating a Spanish guy who I like a lot and I recently met his family and they're great. But the problem is they speak Spanish around me and I have no idea what they're saying. Sometimes I even feel like they're talking about me. I talked to my boyfriend about it, but he says they are not. But it still makes me feel uncomfortable. I feel like he should talk to them about it, but he doesn't think it's necessary. So what do you think? Simon, I love that Evelyn sent you this email for specific advice because, you know, you're French. Your family speaks French. If I was an American woman dating you around your family and they were speaking French, I would feel... Like they were talking about me too, and I'd be a little bit nervous. What kind of advice do you have for Evelyn?
1: Uh, Rosetta Stone, Evelyn is a, is a great <laughs> way to learn okay, Spanish. That might
0: be a long time before she could understand yeah. what they're saying, though. So in the meantime, so
1: here's the rules. I mean, it happens to me, and my parents gave me that rules. Uh, in in Rome, do like the Romans when you go to his a parent's house you can't complain they speak spanish you right. can't at my parents they only speak french and right. they would say to my girlfriend learn french here when we come to the states to you parents we would speak english
0: See, I like
1: so, that. So, I don't think they're talking about you. I don't think it's against you. But I really heavily advise you to make the effort to slowly learn with them. And then if you have a question, ask them in English the question. I'm sure they'll answer.
0: When we come back, more on dating somebody whose family speaks a different language than you. How do you get through that language barrier? Do you say anything when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Welcome back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie taking your calls at 855-905-8255. The subject right now comes from a Bonjour Simon Marcel email from Evelyn in Louisiana dating a Spanish guy. Says every time she's around his family, they speak Spanish and she feels out of place. She feels like maybe they're talking about them. Simon, you're French. If I was dating you... I would be a little nervous around your family not speaking your native tongue. And I might think sometimes maybe they're talking about me behind my back. Um, You had advice that she's got to try to do as the Romans do.
1: That's what I said. That's what my parents always said to my ex-girlfriends when I was living in Paris. You know, at family table, we all speak French. Please learn French. We'll translate only if needed. And if I would go to America... To my girlfriend's family, I would speak English with my thick accent. But you're
0: fluent in English. But and I was not at not the fluent. time. Yeah. I, so I, I'm asking you this, though. Do you think Evelyn um, should tell her boyfriend anything about, hey, maybe when I'm around, can you guys speak English so I feel like I'm a part of the conversation and I can engage and get to know them better?
1: Absolutely. She can do that. But I think mostly it's useless Because if they do it on their own, it's a bit rude of them not to do it. That's true. She can. Evelyn can do that. Why not? I'd rather Evelyn focus on learning Spanish, picking up, and then address one-on-one. But family have rules in each houses, right? And it's hard to to break those rules. rules. Yes. And
0: maybe if she's open with the family and says, hey, I'm trying to learn Spanish so I can join in on this conversation, they'll be more likely to help her learn Spanish as well.
1: And Yeah, and the boyfriend should say something, but I've done it when I was younger, in my my 18, 20 years old. My father would shut me down and said, tell her to learn French. This is France, and we're speaking French here, darling.
0: Uh, (laughs) This is a French (laughs) house. We're going to speak French,
1: and that's it. And vive la France.
0: But I want to hear your situation. Do you have this problem, or what problems you might have with the family of the person you're dating, or your in-laws, 855-905-8255, when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, 855-905-8255. To comment on this email that we got from Evelyn dating a Spanish guy... And his family mm-hmm. speaks Spanish every time she's around. She's uncomfortable. She doesn't, she can't feel like she's in the conversation. Maybe they're talking about her. Simon, you're French. You said, hey, try to learn Spanish. Maybe that would ha- be helpful. A
1: SEP, um, yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, Spanish is a good language to learn anyway. We all speak Spanish too. Everybody now. speaks Spanish. <laughs> you know, yeah. That's true. So, but uh, until then, you know, maybe her boyfriend can ask parents <laughs> yeah, to boyfriend- try a little harder.
1: Absolutely. The boyfriend should, you know, translate if you need to translate. and, and yes. tell his mother to maybe make an effort and sometimes yeah. speak to you in English. That would be the nice thing to do, though.
0: Absolutely. So let's go to the phones and see if you've had this experience or anything with the guy, girl you're dating, uh, their family issues, any in-law issues. On the line right now, listening in Pebble Creek, Florida on Mix 100.7. Here's Celine. Hey, Celine. Hey, Angie.
3: Hey, Simon.
1: Hey, Celine.
0: Hello, love. Do you have uh, any perspective on this or any sort of in-law or family issue?
1: I definitely do.
3: I think it's a great idea to try and learn the language. I've been trying to learn Spanish for years, and I think that's absolutely proactive, great idea. Mm -hmm. I think it depends on the setting that you're in, because as Simon said, if you're over at someone's house, you can't just demand them to speak your language. And it also depends on the level of fluency, like you mentioned you know, Simon, when you became fluent in French and English, then Mm -hmm. you could, you know, switch back and forth. So I think all those things are true, but it's also the level of respect that's conveyed because I was dating a guy whose parents spoke, well, the mother spoke only Spanish. The father kind of spoke both and he would go back and forth. But I didn't have a feeling that they were talking about me. I felt like we were all being inclusive and I was trying to learn Spanish. They were trying to use English. So it's partly about how you feel around them.
0: Right. You know? True. Right. Good point. I, I can agree with that. And uh, you made so many good points in what you just said, Celine. And I think um it, it, it shows the family as well that you're interested in their son when that's their native language. And if you go over to their house and there's a big yeah. party and it's the whole Spanish family and they're speaking Spanish, you can't very well demand that they speak English just for you. And right. So,
3: and also that insults people. I mean, it does. people are attached to their native language. You can't yes. just say, Oh please don't speak Spanish. That will insult them. So it's, yeah. it's, yeah. A, it's yeah. a
0: and they're, their own, they're comfortable with Spanish but you're comfortable with English, but that's their language, so
1: Exactly. Right. In your, in their own house. I agree with you, Selena. I mean you gotta respect whoever's house you go to or your mm-hmm. guests, you must respect the local rules and you can't impose anything really because that's their house. Now, at your house, you may ask them to speak English. That's a total different story, Celine, right? If you date a man whose, whose parents are only speaking Spanish and they know how to speak English, when they yes. come to your house for dinner, they should speak English because it's oh, your yeah. house.
0: Yeah, I agree yes, with that too. to include
2: you if they yes. can.
1: The courtesy is to show respect and learn. Plus... Really, we should all, in America now, we can all learn to speak Spanish because that's almost the second it, natural it way. You know right? what? Yeah.
0: It's it, uh, The Latino community is is bigger than anything now, it, the, the bigger than our own. So, I mean, it doesn't hurt to learn Spanish, people. Okay? Sí, say, porque a, hablo español un poquito. Un poquito habla español. A,
1: a, a, hablo español un poquito, entiendo mucho.
0: Ah, uh, Celine, ¿tú hablas español? Muy bueno. Ah, Ay, muy bueno. bueno. Celine, you are an amazing caller. Thank you so much for your perspective and we totally agree with you on that. Thank, yep. you. thank you. Thanks,
1: Celine. All right. Thank Gracias. you for listening.
0: Gracias. Días. Yes. Buenas noches. Yes. No, not buenos buenos noches. What time buenos is it? Buenas noches. <laughs> Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Okay, more of the rendezvous when we come back with Simon E. Angela on the rendezvous. <laughs> You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, Love Dating and Romance. Simon, I want to go off this topic that we just had about having issues with people you're dating, their family, Mm -hmm. if they're, like, interfering, making things hard for you in dating. The person that you're dating, Jill, our producer, was like, hey, have you ever dated anybody that you had a problem with? Their family. And I said, yes. I was dating a guy um, who was older than me. I was probably only 21 at the time, and he was around 30. And mm-hmm. his family, every time they were around, um, were really heavily pushing for us to have kids. And wow. okay. we, we weren't even married yet. And then one Christmas, um, we were actually engaged um, years later. And mm-hmm. for Christmas, all they did was buy me baby books, baby everything, baby swing I got. And we weren't even pregnant, nor were we even married yet. And the pressure was so unreal that it ruined our relationship. And we broke up. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have an issue where the family was interfering, or you had an issue with the family?
1: It's it's at the time. Do you may remember there was an awkward time uh, back in the Bush years between France and and America about the Iraq War. And mm-hmm. I remember dating this girl, and I was invited to dinner, and the American father, girl. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all here in America. And we had a lovely dinner and then the, the discussions, which I always avoid at most people's house to talk politics, yes. went to that direction. I'm French oh,
2: oh, and la, this la, and la,
1: that. La, la. Oh, la, 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 la. <laughs> and I felt really awkward. And then she felt so embarrassed by her father. He was drinking too much wine. And so that was incident where I felt like, oh, my God, that's not good. Uh, Because really, when I go to a family dinner, when I meet a family, you know, I try to be very respectful and look forward to make a good impression.
0: Hopefully the family never interferes if you're really with somebody that you're in love with and care about. I know it happens, though. But, Simon, when we come back, I want to go to more emails. This time we're playing our favorite game with emails. Date or Or dump. Dump. Yes, this is an email from a listener who has an issue with the person they're dating. They want to know if they should continue or dump this person and get it over with. What is the issue? We'll find out when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie, our website, also simonandangie.com. Taking all your questions, if you need advice, love, dating, romance. Now it's time to play our favorite game, Simon, Date or, or dump. Dump, yes. Date or dump. This guy's got a problem. Should he stay? Should he go? This is Edgar. Um listening in Forest Acres, South Carolina on Y one oh two point five. Hey Edgar. Bonjour um, Edgar. Yes. He says, Hey guys, the girl I've been hooking up with invited me to her place last night for the first time, and she has a huge stuffed animal that she sleeps with on her bed. And she talks to it, too. Oh, come on. I don't know if this is a sign of mental illness or what, but it's definitely weird. Should I date or dump her? Um, Simon, what do you say to Edgar? Edgar.
1: Oh, Edgar, it's a sweet thing. You have to date her, of course. Some people takes forever to kind of get away or separate themselves from those animals they've had forever. Who cares the fact that she talks to this stuffed animal? Simon. Come on. She's talking
0: to a stuffed animal. She's talking to it. It's one thing, I think, to have a stuffed animal from, like, your childhood that's maybe in the corner of your room or in the closet. uh, To talk to this thing and... He must have seen her do it because he's writing about it. No way. No oui, way. that's a deal breaker? I talk a to my deers. Yeah,
1: you talk to who? I, the deers, deer? the deers outside, outside your window? Yeah, yeah the ba- geese.
0: I talk to my dogs, but it's different. It's not It's not the same. This is an inanimate object. If you're talking to a street lamp, people would call the police and say right. there's a crazy person talking but,
1: but, to a street lamp. This is I something talk to that you can't talk back. You don't talk to yourself, Angie, alone?
0: Talk to myself?
1: you alone. No. I do. I talk to myself sometimes, but <laughs> I live alone. What kind of you conversations don't. do you? Have? Back and forth about the, about everything. So I, I, that happens when you live alone. Inside your
0: own head. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So I, don't I know. say
1: date. I say dump.
0: I say dump, but I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, Simon and I didn't help you very much on that one. We have differing opinions. But good luck and more (laughs) of the rendezvous. We come back, Simon. The phones are going. People want to call and chat with us, 855-905-8255. Let's get to the phones next. It's the rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our whole show is about love and romance. Hello, French romance perfection <laughs> expert, French baguette, my love, Simon bon, Marcel. Hello,
1: Bonsoir, <laughs> just your <laughs> humble servant. I told you, Bonjour, yes, yes, Angie. Yes. A romance, That's, humble servant. That that is me. That, that at that your is service, you. toujours, always at your service.
0: Toujours, always. Toujours, Let's, always. Uh, go to the phone and see what our listeners. Have to say, if you have any questions, 855-905-8255 here listening in Walnut Grove, Missouri on Alice 95.5. Here's Carter. Hey, Carter.
1: Bonjour.
4: How you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Hey, sure. you're
0: welcome. You have a question for the
4: rendezvous. Yeah, I just got out of um, an eight-year, almost eight-year relationship, and I was um, wondering, like, something kind of caught me off guard, and I met this this uh this other woman but i think it's like inappropriately early to be like pursuing any of that but i don't want to really uh like lose the chance at her i just don't i don't know what the right etiquette is and i would hate it if my ex found out that i was like already at it you know why do you care Um, what your
0: ex thinks i'm just curious what why do you care what your ex thinks i'm curious.
4: Uh, I don't know. We left on really good terms. And um, and it was really hard at the same time. But I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it would hurt her. And I and I, I guess also because I wouldn't want to find out that she was suddenly like with a guy 30 days after a eight year relationship ended.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm a bit confused. Wait a minute. So I'm confused,
0: too. Are you hoping to get back together? No. Uh-uh.
4: No, I'm not. I just, I guess I'm like, I, I, I don't know. The more I talk about it out loud, the more I guess I'm just probably more petrified to be with like another woman than I am
2: with <laughs> oh, her for
4: okay. so long.
1: So, so, so you, 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 are calling us to, to, to ask us if you are ready or not to go back to the jungle. Yeah, yeah,
4: I guess. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> okay. just, I thought there was like some sort of. I, I'm just. It, this is all new to me suddenly again. Okay. And I didn't think I would be with anybody but this one person forever, and now I'm just like totally free-falling, and I don't know what's appropriate or not, like, am I allowed to even, like, Yes,
0: I'm allowed to, right? Simon, go ahead. Tell him.
1: Yes, you're allowed to do anything you want. Once you are single, once everybody's single, it's a free-for-all. So I don't think in your mind you're ready yet, because I can see through your struggle that you really have fears towards your ex, this and that, which we have to respect. And if you feel like this, take a little bit more time here's what's going to come down, you know, it's either a desire to date, is stronger than you fear to whatever your ex will think about you. Desire to date versus what my ex thinks or will think about me. That's really where it's going to come down to. Angie, what do you say?
0: Well, I'm I'm curious, Carter, how would she find out? Are you still in contact with your ex? Are you guys still talking? Like, how uh, would she we're, know?
4: We're just like, we're, um, I mean, we live in the same city, obviously, and, uh, and, and, um, You're in Walnut
0: Grove, Missouri, small town, probably. Everybody knows everybody. But I'm curious, what is your relationship with her now?
4: Uh, I mean, we definitely talk. We're still, like, trying mm. to figure out moving stuff around. Like, it's very um, congenial and good. And we're still, like, very in a very, like, we're, there was no betrayal. Nothing, like, really, really bad happened. that just ended. So um, no, no one's mad.
0: No one's mad. And why are yeah. you still in, in conversation uh-huh. now? Are there like business things, like um, uh, you know, yeah, personal property those, and things those like those that that you're still?
4: You got... um, and, yeah, just
1: stuff. At okay. Garthaya, okay. my... take your time, buddy. Take your time. You're not ready yet. I can feel too many hesitation. And nothing wrong with that. Take your time. Right. Relax. Should I say take your time
0: too, but at the same time, like you have to decide what you really want. You have, you either I think have to be all the way in or all the way out when it comes to this eight year relationship, because you guys could keep dragging this on forever and nobody will move forward. You know, like right. uh, you you ha- you're going to get to a place where you have to make a decision, and either you want to move on with your life with someone else, and it seems like you have an opportunity to do so now, or you want to be with her. You say you don't. If you don't, then you have to get all the way out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. Yeah, it's a good point, Angie.
0: Resolve. Get those unresolved feelings resolved one way or another. And we wish you the best of luck.
1: Yes, well, thank absolutely. thank you for taking my call. Of Bonne course. Chance. Bonne good luck chance, to you, Claire. Carter. Have a good night. All right, guys.
0: All right. Take care. Thank you for calling the Rendezvous. More when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. We had a great show talking about uh, Americans having less ooh A little bit disturbing, that study that yeah, came out. a
1: little bit, yes.
0: <laughs> also, dealing with your partner's family. Uh, that came from Evelyn in the Bonjour Simon Marcel email. And then dating too soon after a breakup, we had a call from Carter who ate your relationship and... Kind of wanted to move on, but didn't really, I think. And Simon, that's where your Simon Says came in.
1: Well, thanks, Angie. You know, I said you're ready to date when you desire to move on is greater than you desire to stay. Right? That's true. It's all about the impulse inside your heart, inside your soul, one way or the other. And you got to respect the timing of that. Yeah. you got to be all the way in
0: that. or all the way out, I feel like. You can't that have any can... shred of doubt. No.
1: Yeah. It's it's all or nothing when it, when you're ready. And take your time. Take your time. Take your
0: time and figure it out. I, I agree with you, Simon. Thank you so much for listening to us tonight. Thanks for the emails today. We had a lot of great emails that came into Simonandangie.com. You can mm-hmm. email us there as well. And check out the rest of the show if you missed it. All the podcasts are up there. And Simon Marcel, your FYI show, um, In Bed with Simon, you can yes. check out Simon there.
1: Yes, please do check the in bed with Simon segments we have on SimonEnergy. dot com, where uh, I ask real questions to people that actually come to the mall where I'm at. Watch the reactions and ask yourself, what would I answer to yeah. Simon's question? Yeah. What would or my husband or partner would answer my wife to his question? And then go and check the questions. They're uh, pretty I love fun. That.
0: I love that, and it's a, such a great show, and I'm, I'm so you, glad Angie. that you're there. And and if you ever want to contact us, like I said, that website, Simon & Angie, is the same as our social media, too. Simon & Angie for Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook send us mm-hmm. questions there, too. Thank you for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous. More ooh-la-la tomorrow.
1: Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit.
2: The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel <laughs> and Angie Taylor.